Welcome to episode 14 of the Lucino Brief. I am your host, Steve Lucino, trying something a little bit different. So I hope the sound quality ends up good. I'm recording on my phone, just on my commute for work. So normally I record on my computer with a nicer microphone. So this will be a nice little test. I want to come out talking about the COVID vaccine because I just saw an article in a local paper here, the Lincoln Trash Star, that Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, social media giants are stepping up the fight against misinformation about the COVID-19 vaccine. I, I agree to that there probably is a lot of misinformation out there about the safety of the COVID-19 vaccine, as in people who are anti-vax or just against particularly the COVID-19 vaccine. But where were they when um, they were talking about 10% of the population dying? Where were they when there was this fear-mongering campaign going on about hugging your family members? It seems that this this campaign to stop disinformation only goes in one direction. You know, they suppress the Hunter Biden laptop story. They suppress anything bad about Joe. You know their algorithms buried things like Joe talking shit to the union worker and the union worker firing back about the AR-15s when Joe calls them AR-14s. And here's the thing about the vaccine. I'm not anti-vax. My kids are fully vaccinated. I simply don't want the vaccine. I'm not going to take a medicine that I don't need. According to a recent report, nearly 80% of people hospitalized with the COVID-19 vaccine were obese. It turns out if you live an unhealthy lifestyle, this virus tends to affect you more. Most healthy people didn't feel good for a few days and lost their taste and smell. This is not to discount anybody who has loved ones that have passed from this. I feel for you. It's terrible anytime there's a loss of life. But the fact remains the same that I'm confident that my immune system could handle this. I'm confident that I don't need a vaccine. So my response is, why would I take a medicine if I do not need a medicine? I don't need the COVID-19 vaccine to survive. My kids don't need it. So I'm not going to inject them with anything that they don't need. It's as simple as that. And that's all you have to say to these people who are nuts. We're not going to reach herd immunity. Really? Really? Because if I get it, I build antibodies for it. And there's T-cell memory. So even when the antibodies are gone, your body remembers how to fight it. That's how immunity works. So to accuse us, the people that don't want to take the vaccine, and it's not even because I mistrust the vaccine. We can go into that. It's that I simply don't need it. Most of you who live healthy lifestyles do not need it unless you have some pre-existing condition that your doctor would recommend you to get it. And I would encourage you to speak with your doctor, speak to your loved ones, Speak with people you trust and make the decision for yourself. Be a free thinker though. I mean, I have a client whose dad is 79 with COPD and he survived it. Now, that's not science. That's one anecdotal example. But I'm pretty confident that if a dude with COPD at the age of 79 survived the uh, communist virus, uh, that the communism isn't invading my blood and taking me out. It's just simply not. And maybe I'll be wrong and it'll take me out and I'll die. But I've been good so far. I don't social distance. I only wear a mask when I'm coaching my son's wrestling. So 
I guess I'll roll the dice on this one. And when it comes to herd immunity, if you're vaccinated for it and I come in contact with you and I'm not vaccinated, you should be safe, right? We're good, right? You're vaccinated. Not only that, if I don't have it, I'm not spreading it. It's impossible. Oh, asymptomatic spread. Asymptomatic spread's a joke. It's not, it's not what's spreading the virus. It's not common. It never has. It never will be. Not with any other vi- corona-type virus in the history of mankind is asymptomatic spread prevalent. That's a crock of shit. Where were the social media giants on that one? Asymptomatic spread. Oh, it's going to kill us all. Nope, it didn't. It didn't. Yes, yeah, so over 500,000 Americans have died with COVID-19. 94% of them had an average of 2.7 comorbidities. Only 6% did not have comorbidities. Now, that's not to say that COVID-19 wasn't the straw that broke the camel's back, but it would be irresponsible to not acknowledge the other medical conditions that the 94% of people died with. Almost 80% of which were obese. Here's a fucking clue, America. Stop overeating and move your asses. It really isn't that difficult. For many of you out there that know me, I'm a fitness fanatic. I'm in far above average shape than the common individual. You don't need to be as extreme as me. You just need to move your ass and don't overeat. And you hear people, well, I eat healthy, so I don't get why I'm overweight. You can eat healthy and still eat too much. It's really easy. I do it when I'm not in competition mode. I was just having this conversation today. I'm about 212, 215 right now. I'm about 10 to 12 pounds fatter than I should be. Still in good shape, still at a very healthy body fat, but I don't eat crappy food. I eat very, what you would call healthy, but I just eat a lot because I train a lot and I'm hungry and I like food. I'm a fat little Dago kid at heart. That's slang for Italian, if you didn't know that. Italian heritage, Lucchino, very Italian name. We love food and I love to eat healthy food and I eat a lot of it. You might think a pound of potatoes is a lot, I call that an appetizer. So if you have not utilized, especially if you have these inaudible, screeching, insane people, stay home, wear a mask, wear seven masks, and they don't look healthy themselves physically, tell them to shut up. They have now had a year to get their asses in gear and improve their health. What have many of these people done? They've gained an average of 10 to 15 pounds. I mean, it's insane. I was so happy to see in my neighborhood last uh, spring and summer, the amount of people that I've never seen before out walking around, going on walks, going on jogs. It was amazing to see. And then you saw that die off because they're fair weather people. And then you see in the average American gain 10 to 15 pounds over the last year. It's crazy to me that we have this virus that the majority of people that are getting hammered by it are obese and people are only getting more obese. It's pathetic. And there's nothing we can do to help these people. If this wasn't an awakening for them, get off your asses and move, eat a little bit less. If you need help, there's plenty of resources out there. And like the true tyrants that they are, the Lincoln city council votes to extend the queen mayor, Lirion Baird's emergency powers. Is this what you want, Lincoln? James Michael Bowers, Richard McGinnis, Jane Raybould, Tammy Ward, Sandra Washington, Benny Shobe. Only one, Roy Christensen, 
voted against the queen keeping her emergency powers. When are you people in Lincoln going to wake up to what these Democrats are doing? Don't kid yourself. These are Democrats. These aren't conservatives voting to give queen absolute power unrestricted for as long as she wants to pay her buddy, the nurse, 14 grand a month to lead the Corona task force. Sam Lyons and a couple others in Lincoln that are politically active trying to speak in front of city council and all of them, point of order, point of order, point of order. They wouldn't even let the peasants speak. This is what you want for city council members, people that won't even let their constituents speak. Isn't that the whole point of local government? To hold them accountable, to be able to speak to them directly on a regular basis? But no, 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 no. Not with Democrat tyrants. You know, and I love it too. I love seeing these leftists, these Democrats. Oh, Trump bad, orange bad, bad, vote for Biden, Harris. These people in Lincoln, I see them bitching about their kids' sports being canceled or their kids' sports being restricted so they can't go see them. This is what you voted for, idiots. You voted for Democrats to have absolute power over your lives. And they have shown us time and time again, they do not give a damn about the science. We're supposed to follow the science. Would you hear that? The six foot rule is a crock of shit. And they've known that it's from some doctor over a hundred years ago who just threw the number out there. Three foot social distancing is no different than six foot social distancing. These Democrats don't follow the science. Kids don't spread the virus. The virus isn't particularly harmful to kids. Oh, still restrict kids sports, restrict kids in school. The whole premise of keeping kids out of school is the six foot social distancing. Fauci admitted on CNN, the Fauci admitted that the six foot rule was pointless. How many times do they have to be the exact opposite of wrong? 180, 180, which is opposite of wrong before you people realize these Democrats don't give a shit about you or your kids. All they care about is power by any means necessary and the ends always justify the means with these leftist, commie, socialist Democrats. Stop voting for these people. You have to stop. I don't tell your reasonable Democrats, friend, the ones who are, oh my God, I can't even go see my daughter or my son play this sport. Yeah, because you voted for Democrats, dumbass. It's time to remind these people, this is what you voted for. My wife posted a status about um, nobody being allowed to watch the championship swim meet for our son, who's a, an amazing swimmer uh, this weekend. She has to work the event to be able to see her son swim. And we're talking about, we're about, you know, last year it was canceled. We're about one fifth of their swim career after this. If they don't go on to college that they're can't map, maybe one sixth. I mean, a, a good portion of it. And it's a championship meet. This is the funnest shit of their lives. They just get a focus on going, hanging out with their buddies, swimming their little butts off. And the parents can't even go. Parents can't even go and watch it. I see these swim parents complaining about it. Ones that I know were super anti-Trump, super pro-Mayor Queen Baird. This is what you voted for, people. You need to remind your friends and family this. If you see them complaining, I wasn't allowed to uh, 
go scorched earth on <laughs> on my wife's Facebook page. I, out of respect for her and our son, I just I left that one alone and posted a status on mine that was a um, obvious troll on these types of people. But this is where we're at. These people complain about the exact policies that they voted for. Chaos. That's what's. I mean, that's what's next on the agenda. We have chaos all over. Uh, you know, Joy Behar doesn't think Antifa exists, but Antifa is rising up and causing damage again. The border. <laughs> CNN put out an article. The Biden administration, Ron Klain, I think his last name is, is blaming the Trump administration for leaving them shorthanded at the border. Um, Biden halted building of the wall. He reenacted catch and release. He's not testing illegal immigrants for the communist virus. And he reopened a, uh, are we calling them concentration camps for kids? Is that what they are? I, that was, they were concentration camp, camps under the Trump administration. So Biden reopened a concentration camp where kids aren't socially distanced. They aren't getting fed enough. They aren't getting showered enough. Apparently it's torturous conditions. Do you not see that leftist, socialist, communist Democrats bring chaos with them wherever they go? With no exception, you do not have a single Democrat stronghold in the country that isn't a complete cesspool of violence, drugs, prostitution, insert everything here. I mean, look at the most violent cities in America. They're Democrat run. Look at the cities with the most gun crime. They're Democrat run. Look at the cities with, now there are some cities. Cities with most poverty, typically Democrat run. Now there are some, you know, <laughs> are some hills have eyes, white folk <laughs> in the East, in the Southeast. Uh, but generally speaking, Democrats policies bring chaos. And we're seeing that in just the first couple months of this Biden administration. And it's only going to get worse from here. You need to remind your friends and family what is going on and why. When you see them complain about it on, on the face pages, when they're complaining about it in person, well, is that what you voted for? Not what you voted for? You voted for Biden, right? You voted for Baird, right? You didn't want to vote for Cindy Lamb because 30 years ago she was against gay marriage and she's still pro-traditional marriage. Who cares? If that's her opinion, who cares? A Lincoln mayor isn't dictating marriage. It's already been passed by the federal Supreme Court. It doesn't matter if she believes marriage is between a man and a woman. According to traditional... Christian teachings, it is. <laughs> Talk to a, a Muslim about how they feel about that. Ugh. We just ignore the fact that Muslims throw gays off buildings in other countries because America is so oppressive because white privilege or something. But it's time to continue to remind these people. I mean, at nauseum, do it so they're so annoyed they just can't even stand to be around you anymore. I'm, I'm not kidding. That, that's where we're at. We have to tell these people. We're to the point where... These city council members, we need to stand outside with a bucket of tar and a bag full of feathers. I'm not calling for violence. I'm calling for symbolism. But they're the closest to us. We're supposed to be able to hold them accountable. We could pull the Maxine Waters. If you see him out at a gasoline station, at a restaurant, you harass them. You get up in their face. Is that what we do? Is that what we should do, Democrats? Should we take a page out of your book? By the way, I do want to point something out. I'm just ranting at this point. I just needed a good rant session. I apologize. I do want to point something out. I said, I told you guys in earlier podcasts, the left will eat their own. Unprincipled revolutions always come for, for their own. What are we seeing? Cuomo. Uh, they're going after Bill Burr. <laughs> 
not a conservative. They're going after it politically incorrect by, by all means, but uh, they tried to cancel Eminem. Uh, they are going after their own people, which is absolutely hilarious. And the tweet, oh my gosh, I have to read this tweet for those of you who haven't seen it. It was from a blue checkmark leftist douchebag um, on the uh, communist Twitter pages. This guy, his name is Claiborne Griffin. Don't know who he is. He looks, I mean, he's definitely a beta male judging by his picture. Probably gets pegged. This is his tweet. While I'm not suggesting Bill Burr is a racist, a white man having a non-white wife can sometimes be a sign of racism. So you shouldn't assume someone isn't racist because they own a minority sex servant. That very, very well may have been because they're racist. Everything that's racist. That's what he said. Now, the irony of this, they do not even see it. This is a beta white male leftist communist socialist piece of trash suggesting that because she is a minority, she is a sex servant. What's a servant? I think that's synonymous with slave. Am I right? So you're assuming that just because she's a black woman married to a translucent ginger white dude that she is a sex slave? Uh, if you got kids, you're in the car, radio edit this. Bill Burr's wife had the best response. It was very short. It was very sweet and to the point. Bitch, shut the fuck up. <laughs> that was her tweet in response to him. Beautifully done, my lady. I don't know who you are. I don't know why you're famous, but I know that response was amazing. And Bill Burr's wife isn't like kind of black. It's not one of those, you know, it's not a Meghan Markle situation where she's one, like like Elizabeth Warren Pocahontas, one, one, one in 1087th black. She's black. Like both of her parents are dark black. She's dark black. She's not kind of black. She is black. There's nothing else in her. So I thought that was great to see, but the left is coming for their own. And it is also funny to point out that Andrew Cuomo wasn't getting canceled for murdering grandma and grandpa, but for sexual harassment. The media didn't want to hear about it when it was murdering grandmas and grandpas. The moment it was a uh, hashtag me too moment, they jumped right on that. And I'm not saying that's not a reason to jump on that, but I just want to point out, although sexual harassment is a bad thing, killing people is worse. The media wanted to excuse him and hide that he was murdering grandmas and grandpas and then hiding it and then trying to cover it up. But the second he tried to kiss a girl at a wedding or grabbing him by the, hmm, they jumped all over it and they want to cancel him. And now Bill de Blasio came out and said he's given up working with Andrew Cuomo. Bill de Blasio, who is certainly the most communist of commies in American politics, does not even want to work with Cuomo anymore because he's just a big, bad, stupid, mean man. It's amazing. They're going to continue to eat their own. Antifa is not done. I told you that they would still be hungry. You can feed the beast. The beast is always going to move the goalposts. They're always going to want another free meal. Um, same with BLM. I'm sure they're largely still being ignored by the Biden administration. It's not over, guys. It is going to be hellacious. Once this weather gets nice and these uh, these groups want to start coming out, it's it's going to be it's going to be uh, another summer of love, as uh, Seattle Mayor called it, summer of love. And you're going to see a summer of love and violence is what you're going to see. And those crowds probably allowed STDs as well, if, if I had to guess. Teachers unions are a cancer. If you're a teacher out there, if you're married to a teacher, dating a teacher, related to a teacher, this is not a knock on teachers, although I think a lot of them are, um, I shouldn't say a lot of them, I think a decent amount of them are uh 
insane leftists that try to indoctrinate children. Uh, I covered that earlier. And um, I think last episode I covered some stuff with schools. But uh, it's amazing to me that people are still taking teachers unions seriously who have absolutely denied the science this entire time. They've promoted keeping kids out of school, knowing full well it's detrimental to their physical and mental health. But that's not it. A California teachers union tells teachers to not post pictures while on vacation. Doesn't tell them not to travel and go on vacation during this deadly pandemic that they shouldn't. They should stay home and lock it down. No, no, no. They're not telling them that. Vacation's okay. Just don't post pictures of it. By the way, they're doing this while they're planning on using CARES Act money, your money, taxpayer money, to give teachers bonuses. Yes, this is what they're doing in California. And don't think this is going to be limited to California. Teachers unions are not that much different from California to Nebraska. These teachers unions are a complete joke. They don't give a damn about your kids. They don't give a damn about you. They don't give a damn about anything other than lining their own pockets, period. Don't tr- don't post pictures of your vacation. By the way, we're going to bonus you so you can afford that vacation. Absolutely insane. Grammys get their worst ratings in history. Go woke, go broke, bitches. It's almost like the most popular president in history. Huh. Isn't it weird that you're seeing all these places, the NBA ratings drop, the NFL ratings drop, uh, you know, ratings, you know, opinion of Hollywood's dropping, uh, Grammys lose over 50% of their audience or just right at 50% of their audience. I think it ended up being a little bit more. Isn't that weird? Because the most popular president in history are his constituents not watching, not supporting these woke companies and leagues and, and people. That's weird. Huh? I just thought I'd point that out. And here's a good one. Washington Post admits they were wrong, and Trump did not say to a Georgia investigator, quote, find the fraud. This was huge around the election time, after after the election, obviously, but around election time. They reported, and every leftist news organization put it all over the news, all over their internet feeds, all over their hard copy prints that Trump was telling them to find the fraud and suggesting that Trump was using political pressure to make up fraud. Now the Washington Post retracts that several months later. Huh. I wonder why Washington Post would lie about that. Oh, no, it was an honest mistake. Gosh, isn't it weird? There's so many honest mistakes regarding Trump and just the right in general. They accidentally tell lies constantly. Gosh, what a weird coincidence. Huh. It's almost like four years ago when Trump said the media were five years ago now, when Trump said the media was the enemy of the people, he was right. Almost like when he constantly called them fake news and Trump supporters booed them. Democracy dies with the darkness, says Washington Compost. It's almost like he was right all along. And it's almost like he just woke people up to the fact that the media is controlled by a group of powerful individuals. And they all push the same crap. We've seen the montages of literally 
from the smallest to the biggest news organizations all over the country spewing the same BS. This is about democracy. I mean, it was, you've seen those super clips where it's hundreds of news anchors throughout the country literally saying the same exact script. It is absolutely insane. Okay, I want to go back to uh, Democrat policies bring chaos. There was some stuff I looked up and I wanted to make sure I had all the numbers right. These numbers come from Heather McDonald, who wrote the book War on Cops. You know, this, uh, you know, the Ferguson effect from the Michael Brown situation where this was the first big time where cops truly started being attacked by the left and the media. And the Ferguson effect was basically cops are going to pull back on policing and it's going to increase violent crime in the cities where it hurts uh, minorities the most. So I'm going to give you some stats that Heather McDonald gave. New York City, blacks are three-fourths of all the shootings, so about 75% of all the shootings, and they make up 23% of the population. Now, that's male and females make up 23% of the population. So if you think black males, let's just say 10 to 12% of the population because it's not a bunch of females that are out there committing shootings typically. So about 10 to 12 of the, of the population is making up about 75% of the shootings. Chicago, they make up black – Blacks make up 33% of the populations and commit 80% of the shootings. LA, blacks make up 44% of the violent crime and they represent 9% of the population. St. Louis, they commit 90% of the homicides and only make up 46% of the populations. And you can see these disparities, according to Heather McDonald, in every major city. And you can read more on that in her book, War on Cops. I think I'm going to order and read that because I know there's a lot of good policing data in there because the, the narrative that the left always pushes is that you know, cops are hunting black people in the streets. And that's just simply not true. Obviously, the numbers bear that FBI data bears that out. White cops, black cops, brown cops, they're not hunting black people on the streets. That's just not true. They're not shot at a disproportionately uh, a disproportional number. If you factor in who's committing the violent crime, who's committing the, murder, the murders, it's just not happening. So this goes back to my point that Democrat policies just simply bring chaos. They do. We see evidence of that all the time. I mentioned that earlier. I didn't want to get my data wrong. So I want to make sure I got those numbers correct. But just remind remind these people when they start seeing these, these this crime shoot up. We've seen crime shoot up all over the country since Biden was elected. Uh, the, the crisis at the border. Uh, we're on pace to double illegal border crossings this year. Double illegal border crossings. Why? Because Joe Biden came into office and he said, hey, you can come here as much as you want. We're going to give you mass amnesty. We need more Democrat votes. So that's what we're going to do. And it, look what happens. It invited chaos on the southern border. Now we have, now we have a, 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 a human rights crisis. So this is what Democrat policy will continue to do. Remember to remind your Democrat friends when they complain about it. Okay, we're going to start wrapping it up, but I saved the best for last. So a woman went up and spoke in front of the Lincoln City Council, and it looks like Potentially, and I heard this from a source that I will leave nameless months ago, and I did never spoke about it to anybody because he couldn't confirm it and I can't use his name, but it looks like the queen, Baird, donated 500K, 500K, $500,000 of CARES Act money to Black Lives Matter. This while... She was locking down local businesses, keeping our kids out of school. I mean, $500,000 of CARES Act taxpayer money to Black Lives Matter. Do you not see how dirty these leftists are? 
if that doesn't make you irate, I don't care if you're a far right conservative. I don't care if you're a middle of the road. We know it doesn't piss you off. You leftist socialists, you love it. You love the idea of that, mostly because you probably don't pay taxes. But that is enough to, I mean, to me, that's the most, that's the most enraging thing I've heard about this woman. Definitely in the top three is her canceling sports, except for white privilege tennis so that her kids could still play tennis. That, that was up there. But 500 grand of taxpayer money to Black Lives Matter. Absolutely ridiculous. And I'm going to leave you with this. This is a status I posted when the uh, toilet paper crisis of 2020 was going on. And I just want to leave you guys with this because I, I really do think this is valuable wisdom for you guys to understand, to lock in. Because my wife never understood why I thought the way I thought when we first got together. And honestly, she she came around to conservatism all on her own. And she saw what they're doing in 2020. And I cannot tell you how many times she's told me, oh my gosh, you were right about this. Oh my gosh, you were right about that. I mean, she honestly thought I was just being crazy and ranting uh, a lot of the time. But I'm going to read this to you. I posted this status a year ago, March 14th. The hard truth of society, the herd mentality of society should alarm you far more than the Wuhan virus. Why? There is no advantage to stocking up on toilet paper. However, the herd saw that a couple other people were stocking up on toilet paper and they saw it on social media. So the herd rushed to the toilet paper section. Get it? The herd does not follow basic logic or reasoning. The herd acts out of fear and is guided by an untrustworthy mainstream media and fear mongering politicians. The herd will turn on a dime. And if you're in its path, you will be trampled. You're not paranoid if you've already physically, mentally, and strategically planned to not fall victim to the herd. What I mean by that, guys, is you need to have a plan for all scenarios. I'm not trying to sound like black helicopter tinfoil hat, but you need to be prepared. Having some 25-year survival food, ooh, conspiracy theory, having some food in your basement for your family to feed them for a month at least isn't conspiracy theory. And I want to urge all of you to do this. Uh you know, seek out whatever company you want to work with and order some 25-year shelf life food. I'm not saying the zombie apocalypse is going to happen. I'm just saying, what if there is food shortages? What if we hit hyperinflation like they're seeing in Venezuela where it takes 1 million boulevard to equal less than a dollar American dollars? What if we see that level of inflation? How are you going to feed your family? That will be chaos, okay? You need to have a means and not don't buy a bunch of bottled water. You need to have means to purify water. Very simple to do that. There's plenty of purification systems out there. You need to have food in your basement, 25 year shelf life food, some extra canned food, whatever, but there's nothing wrong with preparing. That's just one part of preparedness. Prepare yourself mentally. Mental preparedness is huge. Preparing yourself for scenarios. What if Antifa comes marching down your street? What are you going to do? If you know they're coming, are you going to stay in your house? Are you going to evacuate the neighborhood? I mean, again, I don't want to sound like a paranoid conspiracy theorist, but, you know, <laughs> I've said for a long time, there's a thin line between society and chaos. And if you're not prepared for the potential chaos, you don't think it can happen in America, you're a damn fool. And it's not going to be pretty if it does happen. And, you, you know, we buy insurance for everything. You buy health insurance, you buy life insurance, you buy homeowner's insurance, you buy car insurance, you buy eye insurance, you buy pet insurance. Why not insure your food supply? Have some food, have some ability to purify water. And yes, you have some bottled water too, but have the ability to purify water uh, and just be prepared for anything that can happen. Worst case scenario, you never have to use it, but the preparedness is there. 
just be prepared, be prepared physically and mentally. Um, you know, that could be, uh, a, a group of friends and family that you can rely on to share with each other. Like, Hey, you stock up on this. I'll stock up on that. Um, again, this is not to sound like conspiracy theories. I just, I would be, I would be doing you guys a disservice that listen to me. If I didn't tell you that, I think you should have some level of preparedness to feed your family. If we ever hit a time of hyperinflation or just chaos, chaos, like we saw in 2020, but on a higher scale. With that, I'm going to leave you guys. I'm sorry I haven't been getting more podcasts out. Like I said, last it's just a lot of family stuff. Just kids are busy. Uh, life is busy. Birthdays. And thankfully, my business is booming. So thank you, everyone who does support my business. Thank you, everyone who supports the podcast. I have a lot of fun doing this. I'll keep on doing this. and I'll keep on getting out as many episodes as I can. God bless you and God bless America. Thank you.